0: and as you know we're on the road of the 10 days of beyond all leading up to our one year anniversary show tuesday october 13th at 8 p.m live on the kid gravity youtube page so come in check us out and celebrate with us as we put one year in the books and one year forward
1: Hey, what's up? This is Chatty Patty from Black Ramen Podcast with
0: Captain Fletcher, aka Kaiser
2: in the building, you heard.
1: So we're here to let you know that you need to get in tune and listen to Beyond the Borders Podcast, where they speak real facts.
0: The views and opinions
3: of the following podcasts are solely those of the hosts
1: in Beyond Borders.
3: And if you don't like it, we don't care.
0: zone you're in. Thank you for tuning in to us once again. And you saw the title of this show. That's right, folks. You got the best of season four. And with season four, season four was, whew, season four was a rough one, folks. So not in terms of you know backstage and everything. It's just a lot of stuff happened during season four. We had. BLM running around, acting like fools. We had Antifa running around, acting like fools. We had the maturation of what we're going through with lockdowns and stuff. And we had the ubiquitous killing of more black people by the cops and everybody acting a damn fool. And of course, you know us, we had to give our opinion on it. So this first clip was from an emergency show that Miss Rose, and I believe this was her, either her first or second, popped her cherry, ladies and gentlemen, on the emergency show. And we talked about the protests. So take a listen to emergency show number 17, Rights Do Not a Protest Make. And I'll come back and hopefully you did not leave us. So just a quick verse. Just a hook. We all know what this hook this represents some of the things that happened during these protests. You ready?
4: I'm ready. Go ahead.
0: She's a brick. Da-na-na-na. House. Da-na-na-na. I bring that up to bring this up. You We can't curse today, correct?
4: No, we cannot.
0: Okay, cool. You dumb Antifa people. And you Soros Followers, screw you! You putting pallets of bricks on the corner to create anarchy. Y'all can kiss. The real protesters took us. But we gonna talk. I'm I'm gonna rip y'all up. But I interrupted the lady of the house. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back over here in my corner.
4: I think you're doing good. You you are doing better than I thought you would be do doing. Well, you get sense for my introduction we're lost a word we are we also heartbroken of the whole situation is going on so if you're not living on earth you live in somewhere else yes um there was another um choking death of um african-american male by a by a police officer while in custody um and since then the city of Minneapolis haven't been the same in cities around the country. And we thought that I'd be on board we will go ahead and give our two cents on what we think happened and just kind of discuss, you know, not to dig too much into the cases, but kind of just, hey, a- assess the situation and, and, and talk about what we going to do moving forward. What, what, what happened moving forward? Um,
0: Separate from white liberals, number one. Because those are the same jerk-offs that are out there putting up posts on Facebook imitating what that officer did.
4: And I and and, and I'm glad you say that, kid, because I've heard a lot of calls of 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 um calling out white liberals, right? So uh I was listening to CNN on Friday. Oh, Hey, I, I was listening. I told the truth, right? And they had um, I forgot his name, but they had Van Jones. It was a segment with an, another. I don't, I, I don't want to mess up his name. I can't remember his, his name there. But it was a segment of two black men there, and Van Jones was one of them. And he said, "You not about really Mark,
0: Mark Lamont Hill?
4: Not Mark Lamont Hill. No. Uh, what's his other? The one with the the puffy hair. He had a big fro. He's really oh. cool."
0: you talking about um
4: His name is talking Linden. about the professor? Yes.
0: Oh, what's the name? Cornel West.
4: Not Cornell West. No Cornell. I'll find it. I'll find it.
0: All right. But anyway, but, back to that white liberal before you start. But go, yeah, go, go, but, go look that up.
4: But then, no, but then, yeah, I, I find him, I'm looking him up now, cause I, okay. it's crazy that I cannot remember him, he's always there, it was two, that brought two deals to, they brought Van Jones and him, and, uh, kind of just asking, what is the situation where we go there, and Van Jones, yeah, share, and he said he received a lot of message, a lot of text from, um, you know, his, Caucasian friends white friends talking about certain things and say hey we we really sorry and he said those are the people that we usually don't call as as racist or having kind of stereotype and biases but they really need to check themselves because um the white liberals they might not even know they have those biases kid and I've said that before they really huh
0: that's a lie. They That's a lie. lie.
4: Maybe most I. Of them, give them to-
0: most of them running around out there ain't been around black people till they got into their adult lives.
4: Exactly. But
0: and <sighs> like even when you hear them say, "Oh, I didn't understand your plight," right? Because you went to school with the middle class and the upper class black people. You weren't in the trenches. You ain't like the Southside Chicago white people. You're not. You're not like those down in Florida that live in the slums. You don't understand. You think a couple videos and watching some MLK stuff is you understand the struggle. You don't. Y'all want to be black until it's time to to be black. Y'all want the positive, but you don't want the negatives. You don't think we want the negatives of white people? Some of them? And. We were talking spicy that day. But like I said, that was emergency show number 17 in season four. Folk, I don't know. Ain't seen much change when you listen to this. Not much has changed. So we kept it moving. And um, yeah, to continue off of that, I brought a brother on Yusef Glenn. You can find him on YouTube, Ratchet TV show. And we talked about said protests. Well, this was before George Floyd got killed. And, uh, yeah, he's a very opinionated brother. So take a listen to him, and I'll see you back shortly. <laughs>
2: Used to always taking accountability if something happens, mm-hmm. even if it's black on black, we tend to get swift punishment. You see what I'm saying? And when it comes down to others, such as these white liberal groups, no one holds them accountable. We make so many excuses for them. They actually rely on that, which is why, again, they're co-opting our movements. Every time that we have a purpose and and, 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 and a march and a cause and a protest, it's always very, very peaceful. And then instead of getting the eyes and the ears and the minds and the wallets and the support of everyone else, We seem to get, you know, undermined and then pushed to the side while others ride on the back. And this is a historical thing throughout it. Even when white people have an issue or they want to protest, even when they have a win and they want to celebrate, they go out there looting and shooting. They go out uh, a year and a half ago. I don't know who it was. Somebody won the Super Bowl. They were out there. It was like a thousand of them. And they egging this dude on, eat it, eat it, eat it, literally eating a pile of horseshit. So all of y'all so smart. Nobody said, hey, wait, don't do that. We can celebrate, but don't do that. Also, when it came down to tearing down our neighborhoods, no one said don't kill, don't murder, don't burn. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to that, I feel like I have to disagree because, again, they're riding on our backs. They're only out there because, first of all, they want to get out of the house because of quarantine. They're tired of being stuck in the house. Second of all, it's entertainment for them. I like to call it crackertainment. They love to see this. Even on Sundays after church, it was a pick a nigga. On the sur- Sunday service, it would say yep. that there is a you know a group of niggas. You can pick one, and we can hang them after this. And that's right. with the children and everything out there. Mm-hmm. So this is a good old pastor. I'm
0: not seeing it, but like I said, I've seen our Generation Z and Generation AA. They're going to be the ones that are really going to spark this change.
2: I got a question for real though. Yeah. Do you think that collectively black people overall are waiting on a black savior or a black savior or just a white savior, some savior, are we waiting on a savior more than we're waiting and willing to do all the work it takes necessary to, 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 to build ourselves up?
0: That already happened, but he failed. And that was Obama. That's how I feel. Okay,
2: so, bam. Point, point taken. So, we don't need a leader as much as we think we do, as much as we need to be leaders, right? Exactly. Okay.
0: Because we won't... Because if we had leaders, Obama wouldn't... We we would just see Obama as what he was. He was the first black president. Now, we have the established leaders that can go to that man, build a caucus, and say, listen, this is what we need. Because, yeah. honestly, I watched from 08, and I wasn't really into politics like that but now that I am more into it, I researched the last his eight years, we lost so much political power to the Hispanics, it's not even funny. We can't get anything passed. And when I showed you that clip earlier in part one of the caucus dealing with, with Pelosi and Schumer, I was like, the Black Caucus is dead. How, how do you allow that? And then I'm like, yeah. it, it, it just made no sense.
2: You see the difference though? Because those young people that are out there now marching are the future leaders. This is a group of people out there who was leaders. See, before we was out there, we was a group of people who wanted acceptance and we mm-hmm. wanted improvement. And the police brutality as well is still coming because we gotta accept the fact that they are slave patrol, slave catchers. This is who they have been.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so you know, there's a lot of this always somewhere where you need to stop and thank you, baby, because right. it's just so much going on in the world, and so it's a tough situation to be a black person period but mm-hmm. notice how out here is a whole bunch of people who could be the future leaders and not a whole bunch of people who are out there feeling powerless and looking for a savior they just want change you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying they you know that change come from the individual people in the positions to make the decision for themselves white people could end white supremacy tonight
3: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So right i saw a post that was saying
2: why would they though
0: they don't they have know. no they money. make money off of it why would you do it yeah told you the brother was opinionated, (laughs) y'all. That was an interesting show. Once again, that was um, Yusef Glenn, and he's over there on YouTube, so check him out. Whew. Like I said, this has been a very strange year. But, you know what? Enough of the, the doom and gloom. Let's kick it into happy times, happy times, happy times. Guess what we did? We moved. Yes, we did. We moved into the realm of hooking up with other podcasters. And in hooking up with other podcasters, oh, we have some very, very, very cool moments. And some very, very cool takes on certain things that we want to do and interests that we want to explore. So season four we did this and to kick it off we brought in a very special local celebrity, but he has international visibility down where Miss Rose Gold lives, the DMV area, even though he's originally from New York, so he's a New York rapper who is based in the DMV. Ha, I said it. So check out our interview with DJ Alize and you can find him again on instagram at dj a l i z a
1: y yeah we we have now linkedin you know what i'm saying when you come down to dc mm-hmm. rose and make sure to bring you to the right spot man. We're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna turn you up
4: exactly but then again do you... i
1: don't even it's it's crazy because this whole corona is just like we don't know when that is
4: and it's and it's annoying because i want my summer i i want summer i was looking for summer i was going to be crazy the
0: the the economy can't afford to not have people around the summer i mean the utility companies will be happy because that ac and
3: electric (laughs) is going to go
0: through the (laughs) roof but nah Mm -hmm. if that is the positive b that want to stay there they got to make sure people are out enjoying the summer And that's when music really bangs. That when you want to blow up, you, summertime is the best time to blow up. Everybody got them summer hits. Okay, yeah, good, question. good question. Good yeah. question. Who had the best summer hit in the nineties?
4: From the hip hop perspective,
0: we we can just keep it on hip hop.
1: Yeah, I mean, because then you know it's kind of that's kind of a broad question. If you don't, you just keep it. So we're gonna do hip hop. Yeah. I mean. The biggest record is probably Summertime. Thank you. Know, you. Be, Will Smith you
0: is the gold. I told you this. Rose don't believe when I tell you Will Smith is the gold. The only man that dissed Eminem he the and gold. Eminem didn't say a word back.
1: Nah, he ain't the gold. But that that song, as far as To me, summer, he the gold. 90s? Mm. Yeah, it don't get no bigger than that. Mm. What did you say, Ro- uh, Rose?
4: The 90s. What was I doing?
1: You were running around.
4: Wrong. Exactly. You were running around. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, I grew up, um, on dance music. So I had a group, and we were battling. So I grew up on Missy Elliott.
3: Mm, that was okay. a big
4: influence for me. And you know, her creative style was crazy. My brother taught me crazy. how to dance off of Usher. So he was always into break dancing and all of that. And I didn't want to do what the guys was doing. So I would went with the lady um so up to today missy i grew up on all her hits and we were battling one school to the other and that that was that was my childhood now top 10 now creative i've always liked pharrell williams i think he's up the charge it's creative process when i think about music i'm more so about instrument so i mix in my head um, Not mm-hmm. so much about the writing and the singing part. I think for, for me, you know, just come later. But mm-hmm. it's about the beat. It's about listening. And that's why, you know, I fuck with Kanye. He's crazy, though. But, you know.
0: Shout out to Kanye. He's a billionaire. Shout out to that man.
4: <laughs> Shout out to that brother. That crazy one. But, Shout out to that man. But things like yeah. that. He's about,
0: vote He's about to vote this year. He's about to vote this year. Shout out to that man.
4: You sure he better vote? He funny. I I, I don't know. We'll see. No,
0: he announced... Continuing on, and of course, if you probably hear, that's my baby again. She always tries to figure it out, how to get on. But we also figured it out, how to get it on, on YouTube, on Kid Gravity Beyond. We did a couple live shows as well, and this one was actually a three-part series entitled dating preferences so first we had on the ladies then we had on the men and then they all came together and lord have mercy did it lord anyway before i i just play the clip shout out to nikki g she's on instagram at nikki g Under wait was it nikki under oh jesus christ i'm gonna mess up her name just go on kick gravity beyond and look through you'll see nikki g there and Ultimate Black Man, he's out there on YouTube. And Miss Kristen from the Personal Problems Podcast, follow them. They do great content. And, you know, R- Rose was there. And also the Love is Black podcast was there as well. So when you have a three-on-three, men versus women, the men always win. Who wants to do that she can take care of? I'm telling you what I know. So okay. all that I we'll want to see your stuff? It.
5: Well, that's some dudes want to be taken care of. So we'll take
4: your word for it. What's
0: up, kid? She wants a sim. Exactly. <laughs> she wants a sim. She wants a, a sim. A a dude that these dudes wants, that lay up in these she wants the Madden King and play two K and Madden and Call of Duty all day. That's what she wants, and they be on here scamming folks. In between time. That's what she want.
4: Okay. Well,
5: yes, I say let her have it because I don't
4: want it. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, girl. I she think can that have her, it. I All mean, of them, yeah, too. I think,
5: that, I think that what she wants is definitely way far off. It's different for every woman, but definitely no. If she wants that, that's, you know, her cup of tea. hmm I agree.
0: But you also got to remember celebrities like that we've given them so much power that we when they say things like that it's indicative of everybody it becomes a generalization and i think us as the people that aren't in those positions we gotta say these opinions like we say on our show before the show starts views and opinions are not wholly directed as us as black people so if you don't feel like that, and I tell Rose this all the time, if you don't call them chicks out like that, people are going to continue that cycle, and it's going to yeah. get a problem. And I say it to the dudes that, too.
3: That's yeah. You that's gotta how it you is gotta call them out. Yeah. yeah. Most and the problem is and, and her chicks case, like so. her,
0: them them housewives, nut jobs, and, and all these other chicks that have a platform say things like this, and then they get verified by other chicks that think like them and then people say okay that must be how they really think so i'm just tend not to deal with them and then that's when you start getting these men's movements coming out against it and then y'all just saying that we just they're just angry people and they can't get no love there see see look at the one in the middle again look at her face twist up go ahead <laughs>
5: Sometimes when you see like people that are celebrities and you see the way that they think and different viewpoints that they have, people equate that and place a stigma on other people that may be black or people of a different race because they think, okay, this person thinks that way. They're well-known you know, in the entertainment industry, so we're going to equate all people yeah, that think, think that way or that do certain things that way. And that's not always the case. And it comes with us having to try to break the mold and prove to people, okay, we're not all the same. You know, they may think this way, but I think totally different. And stop trying to equate that to just one specific race thinking that way or men thinking that way or just women thinking that way because that's not true in everybody's situation.
4: And I've always said this to kids. So what's the solution? What should we do? Should we have a show every other day when something like this come out and start chasing them and and try to go viral, trying to contradict what they say? Like, well, I, I mean, there's I channels
0: work? that... I mean, I mean, we could do that, but everybody does that anyway.
4: So what would make us though? different? I don't know. Maybe if someone who has a bigger platform. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, yes, we have to say, hey, that's not cool. And I think a lot of people like we just you brought up the topic everybody on this panel on a a podcast that already told you that talked about it on the podcast you know Gabe talked about it Harvey talked about it Mm -hmm. you know Kristen knew about it she talked about it Nikki Mm -hmm. we all talked about it and here we are again maybe two three weeks later we're still talking about it you know Mm -hmm. do you think it's falling into deaf ears or do you think people are actually listening to us and hearing us out
5: I feel like it's a combination of both i feel like people hear it they 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 listen
0: nikki g underscore moving with purpose i got it right okay leave me alone now but yes folks once again we had fun with different podcasters and this next podcaster oof. <laughs> you ever heard? Find someone that knows more about sports than you as a guy, fellas, and it's like you it's like that fantasy where you you're like, I'm gonna marry her. Well I'm already married, but it's nice to find someone who was more into football than I am and who could break down probably a cover two defense, a four three, and know which play pass or run to do on the last play of the Super Bowl because apparently Russell Wilson did not know that years ago and I'm sure if she was on the sideline she would have got him a second ring so we talked with Miss Bridget Case a sports journalist out there on the west coast and we had a lot of fun so check it out <laughs>
4: And the team, a lot of people get hurt and I request a trade or something happen. It, always, you as an organization, you always have to also look at business side. And let me bring someone in just in case, you know, they, they want a fresh start. He really never really worked with the type of caliber of defense we have and mm-hmm. the offenses player that we have. You know, give him another good look while we keep trying to, to keep our starter here. So, yeah, it's a mixed bag
6: yeah no i i I couldn't agree with you more you're so right on the business side you know what jerry jones does have going for him is that the cowboys are a business they are the team that gets the most tv exposure because they have branded themselves as america's team even though that's not really true anymore like i don't meet meet as many cowboy bandwagon fans as i used to Mm -hmm. but still they have that reputation they always play on thanksgiving day when nobody else has anything to watch Uh, They have so much of the pageantry that has nothing to do with winning or losing. So they get the fans to keep coming back. Jerry Jones is a brilliant man when it comes to that. Their (laughs) stadium is incredible. There's always going to be the fans die hard no matter what. Uh, You know, if only Cleveland had that, it would be a completely different franchise. (laughs) But seriously, I do think that the Cowboys are a different kind of beast. They're not even like close to uh what every other team in the league experiences as far as the fan base goes you know we have the True. fair weather fans on most teams you know once a team is playing well everybody loves you when a team is doing poorly you know bye no fans but that does not happen with Dallas and i think that's why they can get away with moves like this because as much as um as much as fans want to be loyal to dak to other players who have come and gone mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter in the end because they're still going to be fans.
4: Yep. That's true.
0: I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Washington football team. I hate the Sheagles. I hate every other team because I'm a Giants fan. And we're all in five, so I hate them even more. But, folk, welcome back to Best of Season 4. Hey, you know, Rose and I get into arguments on this show every now and then every third show. But there's very few times where I can literally use my voice and tell her to calm down. And these are one of those times. This was from our Civil Rights Ain't F- are Only for the Black Fist episode. And I got her told. and And we argued. But... I think she understood that you gotta shh. that's not sexist by the way so take a listen and i love you rose but you was wild in that day you'll like Seven. this so i went back to the 64 one guess mm-hmm. what title one was tell me voting rights mm. it only barred unequal application of voter registration requirements which why I said they they had to make voting rights of sixty-five. Guess what it didn't eliminate what we're going through today.
4: What um
0: it did not eliminate literacy tests, it did not address economic retaliation, physical violence against non-white voters, and the big one, police repression. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what are we going through today Y'all don't like the police right I The way I'm reading this The cops are above the Civil Rights Act They don't respect this
4: Once again I guess that's probably why Why everybody Think that mm-hmm. this conversation needs to start Happening right now And, and there's this is been why I told
0: y'all if y'all want People to respect this we have to go independent That's our civil right No that's our Constitutional right
4: We have to go independent Based on,
0: based on the right The Voting Rights Act of 65
4: Like you're talking about independent as um, No as party Party okay
0: Yes you gotta because guess what The only reason why we're in Another reason why we're in this situation And yes I'm going after them right now is that ineffective black caucus down in your city Mm -hmm. they are not doing a thing Mm -hmm. except buying kente claus off of amazon and giving it to pelosi and schumer and having a big old press session
4: you know who's worse than them
0: who's worse
3: than them
4: donald trump He's not doing nothing either. And he Absolutely ain't put, listen, nothing. He,
0: he's and not he's focused on black people. And he's he's not focused president. on black people. He
4: don't need to be focusing on black people. He's that is.
0: Of, he don't need to. Hang on. He Th- my point exactly. So he doesn't need to be he Focusing is he need to he care about it for
4: everybody. He, he Why would he focus country. on one group of the population when he is the president of Wait, the United okay, States?
0: Well, you up and down that he was doing that and y'all called him
4: racist for it. He is he the politi- president of the man, United States. The Kobe killed people and this okay, dude had no issue, no nothing. He uh-huh. he completely Right. And you
0: guys said that this was that was only appealing to pandemic. his base. You said he was only appealing
4: to his base. We could have well I'm talking about COVID Correct. right now. COVID okay. really didn't COVID? check. People. The COVID got nothing to do with people, civil rights. COVID really didn't check for boxes because you said the Black Caucus is not doing anything. They're I'm just trying to thing. find the worst thing possible to. Um, them no, not doing I'm not, anything. no, no, no.
0: We're going to stay on them because they're part of this. Because they, yeah. no, they were part of the fight. And for, if we
4: talk about politics, excuse me, mm-hmm. the President of the United States.
0: We're not talking about politics. Well, we are, but I'm not talking about the President. I'm on right now. I'm just now. saying. The person that is not doing a damn
4: thing and that's probably don't. You know how when you slack like at work and they tell you Hold you, you don't justify whoa, your your whoa, salary. Whoa, whoa!
0: When we started this conversation, you agreed that when I ask questions, you give me direct answers. We had this conversation and we
4: had this agreement. What was the question? Because maybe you I you slip a question while I was talking. I that's why I didn't hear you.
0: No, because I was trying to finish my que- my statement with a question, and you went off talking about Trump. Oh, okay. I don't even know how he ended up in the conversation. He's not part of this conversation. He's not doing not anything. Today. That's not what today. it is.
4: If we, if we You talked about somebody that's not doing anything, and I Who? brought up someone who's even worse Who? than that. When well, an entity, the Black Caucus, not people. Because
0: they're black, are they not?
4: And Trump is the president, isn't it? <sighs> Okay,
0: again, you didn't answer my direct question. But
4: I okay. didn't hear your question. You were talking I said, while I was talking. Black?
0: I said they were not black. I said are they not black?
4: Oh, that Which was a question.
0: I yes, I was asking you is the congressional Black Caucus not black?
4: They are to my That's why knowledge. I'm
0: asking you why are they allowing the Civil Rights Act that their predecessors fought and died for be eroded away? I was trying to ask that question, but then you were about to get me told on Trump. And I'm trying to tell you today is
4: not about Trump. We got it's have a show about Trump. It's not. Right. So don't bring, let's not bring him up. I bring anything that is relevant to this conversation. I'm sorry.
0: He's not relevant to civil rights. The right
2: fact, now. the fact
4: the, the fact that you said a black caucus is not doing anything. I had to bring up an argument or somebody that's not doing absolutely nothing for nobody.
0: Well, if he wasn't doing anything for anybody, we'd be in a depression right now.
4: Mm. Are we not?
0: No, we're not in a depression.
4: We're in a recession, though.
0: A dep- okay, a recession and a depression are two different things.
4: Yeah, we haven't had a depression in a minute.
0: Yes, and I'd rather not see that.
4: Yeah, nobody wants that. We're in a recession.
0: Okay, fine. We don't know he didn't do anything. I, I can refute what you just said and say he didn't do anything. They just added 4.8 million jobs over the past two months. But you're right. He didn't do nothing. But
4: you got it. Okay, never now mind. Answer my what question? was your question?
0: Why is the Congressional Black Caucus not being more mindful as they watch civil rights made for black people specifically Why are they watching it erode and, be, and become segmented to other groups that really did not need it?
4: It's funny how you said other group don't need they don't right, they don't ma'am they don't that's they, that's your belief you stopping yes. me and saying ma'am they don't don't gonna do anything i don't know if they you're talking if it. you think having a firmer tone is gonna make me believe what no, you're saying
0: listen that's just they my opinion. don't that's my opinion yeah it is your I don't opinion. think they need it they
4: don't need it okay give me a second i'm pulling up their agenda
0: okay go ahead
4: and seeing what they're working on
0: <laughs> they're working on getting more kente claws they're they going to need it for the DNC coming up in a couple weeks whatever. they got to put it on they got to put it on Biden and say Biden you are a cat we love holidays do we not of course we do and once again holidays are for times of family, joy laughter and days off and one particular holiday that gets overlooked a lot is Father's Day because we know America and the Western world loves to diminish the role of not only fathers, but men. And I advocate for men to get back into the house, take control, and especially in the black community, we have a lack of fathers and these boys and girls are running around acting like fools and they'll fall for anything and follow any celebrity thinking that they're going to be the father figure or mother figure that's going to tell them what to do, say, what to think, what to feel. So we talked about Father's Day. I went after Hallmark because of their legendary mahogany series that's only tailored to black people and they have on that specific card, happy Mother's Day to, I'm sorry, they'll never say happy Mother's Day dad, they say happy Father's Day mom and i've always had a problem with it and i put roles on my script and we talked about it and this is what happened i'm gonna let you finish
4: yeah the 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 like the message itself um points out to what i said earlier like hey i I've, I've, for all my life i've known you i came to you for this and this and that you you pretty much everything you know to me as far as the parents is I have this single parents like that's what we call single mom single dad this is the only parent that I have um now I'm not trying to justify anything uh, so this is not a, an excuse or anything like that um why they're doing it on father's day maybe it could be that um mom or dad is trying to get you're trying to give mom and dad double recognition that could be Possible reason why Yes I got mom a, um, a card on Mother's Day But on Father's Day I'm going to get her Another card Just so she can appreciate As much as to doing I think that's That's as far as I can think of That's dumb. Um, Yeah Happy Father's Day Mom though I, I don't I don't know
0: And this is why I advocate to have Parents Day 1 And Parents Day 2 Instead of calling Mother's Day And Father's Day
4: I, I would I would say that that would make a great solution, but a lot of m- women here want to hear that, no, her, no, no. that not word women. mom.
0: Let's not say women. The feminists would lose their shit.
4: I want to be called mom. I don't want to be called call parents one. But, no, but come back here. I will rip saying, that card no, and no, slap no, you. No, no,
0: we're not saying that. But what I'm saying is. You, you changed the designation names of those two holidays. Okay,
4: the, the, the holidays name. Right.
0: You could switch it up. Maybe you want to celebrate dad in May. That's fine. Maybe you want to celebrate mom in June. That's fine. It's a little warmer in June. Maybe you want to take her outside for a picnic. Who knows? But what I'm saying is the fact that it was Hallmark, a white company, that did that, and only us men had a problem with it, and some women. Hmm. speaks to something even a bigger problem once again like I said and then I found another one the one I just read you that was from the e-cards then I got this one from Pinterest that said happy father's day to all the mothers doing it all stay strong your kids adore you <sighs> see, see like I said and then if I was that company and I started trolling and putting up happy mother's day dad because, you know, mom's a crackhead yeah. or something. Feminists would come for me. I would get
4: canceled. <laughs> yeah, this. I I think if you're trying to, you know, you're trying to tell your mother that you love her. Like I said, the message explicitly told, you know, you exactly her. what she most people feel. Fun. Like, hey, you know, you've always been here. Thanks for what you did for me and what you're still doing for me. And, you know, this.
0: Mothers are mothers. Skip the
4: holiday. Mothers I'm are mothers. With the Skip the holiday. Um mothers are mothers. I I I mean, I don't care. I don't don't ever want to call because dad or whatever. I'm you know, I'm that one mom. You have a father. Um uh, maybe it's calling us um to do a little bit better. Maybe within our community. I've always said relationships don't always work, but being a father is, is a job, is is what you are. Um, your relationship with, you know, your partner, you know, might not work out. It's, it sucks. More it's bad. And
0: sh- should get Father's Day cards from every dude he saves from child support.
4: I agree to that. Yeah. You know, if, if, if they have a relationship, find that, that girl number, that woman number and, and go see your kid. No. no Reach out. I
0: advocate men to be in their kids' lives, but I'm saying. Do all that. The dudes that he said, you are not the father, they should send him a Father's Day card any day.
2: Hey, hey, yeah.
0: Parents day one and parents day two. I'm going to send this to Congress. I'm going to send this to our local leaders. We got we got to get this done. <laughs> but before we get into a dangerous topic, let's throw one more podcast in there. Or two. Yeah, let's do two. Um, crime. Yeah, crime, crime, crime. It's part of society, unfortunately you have to have good and evil got to have balance in the world and i spoke with a podcast that talks about that called i got problems podcast and you can follow them on instagram at i got problems pod and we spoke about black on black crime and this is what happened
7: so how how why does black on black crime have a title and why don't white crime isn't a thing i can, I don't I can explain violence. that Yes, well, and I, I want to hear that's why I, that. I, I don't feel like it's a thing. If there's a crime within every community and every community is <laughs> causing damage upon each other, why does only one group have a title to describe what's going on there? Why does it why isn't it just crime within the community? Why isn't it a generalized term to describe every race having crime within their community? That's what I wanna know because okay. it's not fair to have to have black people even, you know, pushed down even further than we already are. Giving it black and black crime is making it seem like we're the only ones that that have this issue. It makes it seem like we kill each other more than other people kill us. And that's not true. So okay. you know, like I wanna hear the different like reasoning as to why that exists to begin with. But to me, it shouldn't exist and it shouldn't be a thing. As long as crime exists within other communities, black and black crime shouldn't be a mm-hmm. thing. You know.
0: Okay. So Okay, so let's start from way back in the past. When you brought up the gangs, yes. Mm-hmm. The gangs were originally the Bloods and the Crips and the Vice Lords to a certain extent and the GDs. They were brought together to basically be they were neighborhood watch. They were making sure that other races didn't infiltrate in our neighborhoods and they also promoted, you know, Initiatives that helped stimulate the community food pantries like what the Panthers did they started the breakfast programs mm-hmm. the the Bloods and the Crips they were Putting together community events like basketball tournaments and things like that because they wanted to write like,
7: Where is that at anymore, right? What <laughs>
0: happened was Well, what happened was the in the introduction in the 70s and 80s of the drug trade started introducing drugs as a quick way to get money and then what ended up happening was you had those fools that decided to say oh you you know what i want to control this i want to control this so then it became over drugs and drugs basically destroyed their message i mean i do have to give the bloods and crypt credit now they are trying to change it now they're trying to have like one side do the drugs and all that
7: by the fbi no what
0: there, th- there, were like, some. There was a report that said they were doing that, but by and large, a lot of them were. It, it was mostly the Asians that came mm-hmm. over because they needed to establish a drug haven in in the U.S. So it originally started
7: the black community, in the
0: West Coast. No, it really started in the West Coast in their communities, and it started filtering down. They need to get the money uh-huh. there. They need to get the drugs to a bigger audience. So first, they went over to the whites, but the whites didn't want to do it. So then they went to the blacks and the Latinos and the blacks and Latinos started, started uh, doing trade with them until the Latinos figured out they could just do it themselves. They'll just get it from their own people. So then they stopped doing that. So who was left? It was just black people and they saw that there was more supply. So they just kept doing it. Maybe one day next season, we'll, we'll talk about that. But back to what you were saying about, um, The black on black crime moniker. They call it black on black crime. And I know a lot of people don't think of it like this. They call it that because you're right. Each community has their own crime against their own people. Because usually when you live in a community surrounded by mostly who you are, yes, Mm -hmm. your crime is going to be higher Mm -hmm. against your own person. Who else is there? Here's the thing with, (sighs) right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with black people though. Our black on black crime starts infiltrating other communities.
3: Mm.
0: So we'll say, okay, like, okay, we say, you live in the hood, you'll shoot each other. Okay, fine. That's isolated. Mm. You take an area like Chicago. Now, now Chicago is one third white, one third black, one third Latino. It's becoming an issue now because not only the South side is mostly Blacks and Latinos and poor whites, they can isolate that. The problem is with Chicago now, since this inept mayor got there, they're starting to infiltrate the North side. and The North side is more of the affluence. So now you have Black people up there, but you also have affluent Latinos, the affluent Asians, the affluent Caucasians, and the affluent other races. Now it's starting to creep up there. So now it's becoming a problem. Here in New York, where I live, yes, we have crime in the black communities. They're starting to bring that over to the gentrified communities that they would crime out. They're reintroducing the crime in there now. Now it's becoming an issue. Like where I'm near Bedford Stuyvesant before the 2000s, that was straight black. They built it up. So now you have all races over there. They're starting to creep it up there now, it's it's got bad. They just killed a teenager there the other day at a memorial for another teenager that got killed. So now, and I'm also living near Crown Heights and Crown Heights was one of the first places that got gentrified in the city. So you have nothing but brownstone, everybody's brownstone is worth over a million bucks. And there was like no... there was You barely heard about Crown Heights having crime. I mean, the worst you probably heard over there was occasional robbing or somebody getting run over by a car. Now you're seeing shootings now.
3: Hmm.
2: So now
0: all those concerned people that bought their properties, now they're voicing concerns. And then Black-on-Black crime started coming back up again. Right, I can see that. Funny thing, I did that episode in August. And now it's almost two months since, and it hasn't gotten any better. So, yeah, Black on Black Crime is a problem. And it's going to keep having that name until we stop making it a problem. But y'all don't want to hear no more about some gloom, right? Y'all want to get into some fun stuff, right? So, for those who don't know, I'm heavy into comics. I mean, DC, I love Detective Comics. That's my number one. I read that all day. And my favorite superhero is Steel, John Henry Irons. Black superhero, used his mind, created a nice suit of armor, and fires rivets, and has a giant sledgehammer. And he didn't have super strength, but he has a very good intellect, and it was nice to see a black man on pages of comics. Being normal, having a normal life, but then able to save the city and save the universe so i hooked up with the black ramen podcast you can find them by the same name on instagram as well and we chopped it up for about two hours and it was so much fun talking about anime and comics and how black people are perceived in anime and it was just an all-in-all great conversation so if you want to if you're black and you want to learn about anime go check those brothers and sisters out so here's a little snippet of what we talked about. And we'll catch you back over here. Arigato Agozaimas.
1: But the first female Miss Marvel was Monica Rambeau. And no one's going to... Okay. And don't forget,
0: the Infinity War doesn't happen without the X-Men. That's true. And I'm
1: a big X-Men fan. The only thing... I'm a big X-Men fan. All day long. All day long. So I feel that now with manga on the rise, not even manga, webtoons, which is super, super affordable and cheap and sometimes free are taking away all the attention of going to, going to comic book shops. Like people mm-hmm. don't go to comic book shops to spend money no more. Yeah, people they just go to, go to, to read and shops, leave. Yes. No, not, not even that. They go they they'll read, but to talk to other people to have debates. One thing mm-hmm. for sure, us nerds, especially comic book nerds, we love to debate. Yeah. We love to talk I, about. I see that artists. in Barnes and love
2: Noble. Scott yeah. yeah. out of this potential partners over there. That's what they do too. It's low key, like oh, yeah, a little... Most
1: stuff, most stuff, most stuff. Because if if okay.
2: guys who literally, I mean, shit
1: like Christian
0: that, mingle, <laughs> it's,
1: it's a fact. So. Um, I can see why they would gravitate to imp- implementing something that's the new wave into their shit. It's not going to work because we see the bullshit, real ones see the bullshit. But a newcomer that's stepping in who, you know, found out about Marvel and DC through probably these movies that are coming out, they're probably going to think, oh, this is the wave, this is the new shit. And they'll probably eat it up. But will it last? No. Compared to how comics were in the 90s and the 80s, it's nothing like it was now. That's real storytelling, that's real artwork. You could tell by looking at the pages, you feel like these these artists drew, right, on the page for you. It doesn't look like it's a mass production. You look at the talent and you're like, damn, Jim Lee is fucking awesome. Like, you appreciate each artist, each story, each backstory, and, and and it's dope. I'm sorry.
2: No, 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 no. I was just saying, I follow Jim Lee, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a. I, a shout super. out to Jim Lee. Shout
1: out to that's Jim Lee, but he did something really bogus to Image Comics, but I'm going to let
2: <laughs> him live. <though>. So <laughs> I, know what about. I know what you're talking about. We ain't even going to get into that. But, but, We're not gonna to, get into to that, play,
1: but, shout out to Jim Lee. To
2: on, but to play on what you're saying, man, because uh, just because I think I'm, I'm a beast when it comes to analogy. One, one
1: more, one more, one more, one more. Shout, shout out, out to Milestone Comics. Yes. Milestone Comics. Shout out to Milestone. If you don't Dwayne know. Dwayne McDuffie. It was, oh. Shout out
0: to him. My, oh God God God. To. That was my dude. Okay, he's real. All right, he's real. He real. He you
1: real. real shit, do your research. If you're a black nerd and you like comics, you got to
0: Let me tell you something. On my external, I got every milestone comic ever made. So uh, I, every I, single I, 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 one. I no, dude. No, no, no. Who doesn't like Jesus or God or the Holy Bible? I have my reservations on it, but hey, as an agnostic, I understand there's faith, and I do believe in a higher power. I just don't know where it comes from, and it might not be from that Christian Bible, and y'all know if you listen to this show how I feel about that pastor. So I said, you know what, season four, let me see if I could bring on someone that can adequately tell me about the Bible, and maybe open my eyes to thinking that I haven't gotten from my christian mother and her church which is at yes sir that was planted because in that show with nikki g and you can find her at nikki g underscore moving with purpose on instagram I had to omit my mother's church because if she ever heard this episode and found out that I mentioned her church online, oh, Lord, I ain't going to get that good food no more. And she'd probably make me pay for the washing machine. Hey, Christians, I got something for you. Matthew 7, 1 and 2. How do you say? Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? And Matthew 7, 5 says the same thing. And now, these are all English Standard Version. I don't know what y'all use. Y'all going to yell at me later. I don't care. You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Huh? Wait, what, why are you talking about logs? I'm just, I don't understand that.
5: I think they're like emphasizing the importance of laws, like knowing that there are specific rules, like things put into place for us. No, 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 no.
0: He didn't say laws. He said log, like L-O-G. Yeah, like a tree trunk. I don't know why you would put a tree trunk in your eye, but that's just me. Right. Jesus, at least say an eye patch. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, we, 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 it it was funny that you brought up women in the church with kids and looking for a husband. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Like, it's just funny that Outside of the, I guess, the hierarchy of the church, like, us men, us black men have been leaving the church for, like, decades.
5: Yeah.
0: And it's only, like, women and children. Cause, mm-hmm. and, I've, and I've talked to a lot of brothers, and I feel the same way. I think it's a hustle. Right. Because, yeah, we'll sit there, and we'll know the pastor's running game. I, I don't want to use that terminology, but I'm going to use that terminology. <laughs> He's running game, and we peep it. And we see how he reacts with you women. And then, you know, we all know those stories where the pastor comes over to congregate and then in a year, the baby look like pastor. But that's another <laughs> subject for another day. So us men, we like, you know what? We don't care about you or that pastor. Just don't bring it to my house. And if you do bring it to my house, to hell with you and that pastor, you, you go stay over there. But now we see that the deacons... Are taking that position now because the pastor he know he can't do that because then he don't get no money but he could replace the deacons any day and we're starting to see the deacons thinking that they're the pastor and manipulating women and it's sad because we don't see this again in any other religion like that to those numbers now you could yell at me for saying that that's just how i feel She's trying to figure out a perfect (laughs) way to cuss me
5: out. Yeah, I feel like that's not always the case. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Like it is true, you know. When you look at it now, like even statistically, there's not that many black males within the church. There are a few. Like you'll see here and there, there'll be like married couples in the church, or there'll be couples like some. That's what a, I a forgot female, to mention, Yeah, too.
0: you'll see more married couples, but the you'll see news, more. no nah, we not going. No,
5: to you don't really see them in in there like that. At Unless all. we hunting. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I've noticed that too. Like there's not that many. Like not just. Single men, like men in general, they're there. If you do see them, they're a lot older. Like they're people that are already married or they may be like they're they may be widows. Like you don't really see a lot of young, youthful couples within the church. Like you're will they They're, they're um, one in few. There's not that many. Um, that kind of makes me wonder where they are. Like a lot of people, you know, they question like this is going on. I don't need to come to church. Or then it could be too, like, there's youth in the church, but there's not that many youth. Like, you'll see, you know, maybe a little, a few babies, maybe some, like, children, little bit of preteens, but you rarely see teenagers, you rarely see any college students there. They, like, have dwindled in number. I, I think that it may be due in part to, like, once people, even the males as well, once they're in and they get into a system of, like, they're going to church and they feel like, they made the choice like i don't know if i still need to be coming here i don't know what this can really do for me i don't know if the win, the um risks outweigh the benefits i don't really know if it's a place for me here and then what happens is they either they start start coming few in between or they just stop coming in general you know they they don't really see as well as their representation Like, they may feel, okay, I don't really see people that look like me. You know, the males may say, I don't see people that look like me that are within my age group. You know, there's not really anyone that can relate to what I'm saying or understand what I'm going through because they're not, they don't look like me. They're not my age. You know what I'm saying? They're older. So, I understand they're older. They may be wiser. But what can they really tell me that's going to help me with my situation? They're not the age I am now because they may be coming from a place of some understanding, but they're not the same age I am. So how can they really understand my situation and what I'm going through? That's another reason why I think there's not that many, there's not that many you know, um, males within the church unless they're married.
0: Hmm. Well, I do know someone that's heavy in religion, her and her husband, and it seems that they fellowship more at home together wow. than being okay. in the confines of a building you know church is not the word of god is not supposed to be confined to a building it's supposed to be how you right talk to him in your life but yeah you know, i'm gonna get too deep and then people gonna start unsubscribing because like he, he didn't turn so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stay level i'm gonna stay okay level. okay that was a bottle of tequila that i got from the Rocks Company. that Heramana Blanco. And we all know where tequila comes from. It comes from Mexico. Folk. Cultural appropriation is upon us. It's been here for decades. Hundreds of years. Cultural appropriation. You take someone's culture and you adapt it into others. Guess what? You live in New York City or any big city. Guess what? Your food scene is cultural appropriation. That's right. Jamaican restaurants have soy sauce inside the kitchen. Indian restaurants, I have seen. I have seen. The dry thyme. And the allspice. We I mean, know that's Caribbean based. American kitchens, need I say more. So we have people get mad at Adele's Feathers, the Kardashians. It's just like, listen. It is what it is. Y'all loved Elizabeth Warren acting like Pocahontas. And y'all love Kamala Harris acting black, even though she's not. We have people back in the early 2000s that appropriated being from Jamaica just because Jamaica was cool. So, we talked about cultural appropriation, and right now, we'll give you a little snippet and then I'll come back and we'll finish it off.
4: So once again, it's, it's not so much about, you know, taking or adopting. Cause I think the word should be adopt instead of taking, um, adopting, adopting aspect of a culture that is not yours for me i this is what i heard and understood from the whole you know thing that was told me and i read i read about it too Mm -hmm. is the underlying of cultural um this power dynamic between a stronger group versus a less dominant group and an oppressed group where you come and you just take element and now in the beginning when I heard that I was like wait you know it means that nobody can really love and like your culture anymore and they're like no that's a completely different thing it's not a cultural appropri- appreciation but if you just choose this element like, let's say for example we going back to I don't know clothing I just see the money that I could be making off of that you know once again the African garments um mm-hmm knockoff are being made everywhere around the world, you know, in Harlem, exactly. You never, you know, you never sure because this is, this is a
0: real African folks.
4: She calls it out. (laughs) You never really sure that the fabrics were actually coming made. Mm -hmm. And there's a one, there's typical ways. We, you see fabric from Africa. They feel different. Um, they do that the boo boo um, that people are wearing, the guys are wearing. If you touch that material, it's not the material that you can just you know find it everywhere. The way they they come up with that you know fabric, the wash it, the color it, um, is really art there back there. Um, so but then people see that there's demand. Not a lot of people will go to buy from back home For them to ship to here They might as well just buy it next door You know prices is lower You know mm-hmm. instead of you know Paying a little bit more and having come from there oh, yeah. So I can understand that But you know anything else Are things that we Honestly enjoy When someone you know when I say I really do like my lasagna You know I really do like it you No, know,
0: Northern Italian can't use it can't
4: have it you you're not italian oh Mama, i eat it what yeah, it, is. <laughs>
0: it is but check this out remember when i brought up the river dance Mm-hmm. apparently that black chick there's a black chick that doesn't on tiktok <coughs> she got red pilled because people came for her because they said she was culture appropriate irish culture even though she's been doing it for a decade now she understands mm-hmm. i hope black folk read that article and understand it This is how other people feel Mm -hmm. when y'all say this crap. Mm. That was a fun best of. There were other highlights of the season. I talked with Tiffy Television about politics and black folks. I brought on Miss Stacy Berthill. Talk about forex And... And also, we also had fun, you know, my emergency shows. I went after Kamala Harris. I went after Letitia, whatever her name is, Letitia James, up here in New York, the New York AG. But, and, you know, the real highlight for me this season was I found out my ancestry. And it turns out, I'm not going to bore you all with it, but the show is up there. I found out that not only was my family started way in Africa, where it's to be expected because I'm black. But we come from both sides of the continent. So we came from Nigeria and Ghana and also Kenya. Then we also came from it a very small percentage, less than 1%, from Southwest China. And we also came over to Barbados, to Jamaica, and then shot up into America. Oh, and I also have Italian and German heritage. So that was fun to learn. So if you need to understand where you come from, I use CRI Genetics because they were rated best by Google for everything that I needed and it was an eye-opening experience. So hopefully down the road, I will explore those sides of my family, so I can get a better glimpse of what I am and who I am. But, folks, that was fun. Something fun. Again, Rose Gold and I want to thank you for listening to this best of. And when you do hear this, that will be on Tuesday, October thirteenth. And remember, eight o'clock on YouTube on my Kid Gravity Beyond page. Rose and I will be celebrating our one-year anniversary of this podcast. So please join us if you can, and once again, take care, stay safe, and wear your mask to get your supplies, but keep it off your nose. This is Kid Gravity. I'll see you later. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.